You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello, welcome to Changing Lives, as we are changing lives with the Word of God, and it's the Word of God that is our foundation in this day and time. I'm so excited for our session today. We're going to be um, talking with some guests that are passionate about the subject that we're going to spend this time talking about, and that is dealing with a strong mind. And um, certainly in the Word of God, it talks about how we have this mind of Christ. And when you look at the mind of Christ, he had a strong mind. Jesus had a strong mind. He dealt with, he dealt with all kinds of things. He dealt with first and foremost, the call and the assignment on his life to come in this earth realm to fulfill his uh, uh, purpose and destiny in the earth realm according to what the heavenly father had given him. And then to come to that point to realize that he had to give his life for the whole world. I don't know any greater burden, any greater pressure than what he had to deal with in fulfilling his assignment and knowing in the end, at the end of that assignment, he had to give his life. And so um, certainly he had to have a strong mind because even in fulfilling his assignment to the death on the cross, he dealt with people that were backbiting him, people that um, wrongfully accused him, haters, people that, you know, even those who he discipled, they misunderstood him many times. Um, he dealt with all kinds of things, persecution, uh, you name it. But yet he was focused in on his assignment. And the word of God tells us that we have that same type of mind, the same type of mindset that Jesus had when he fulfilled his assignment, whether persecution, whether hardship, whether misunderstanding, no matter what he went through, he had a strong mind. And so I say to you uh, during this session to assess where you are as far as your mind. We're at this point now, um, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been dealing with the virus and, and being quarantined and all these things that have been uh, placed as far as restrictions and all of that. I myself, as a parent, I have a young one in my household. She's 11 years old. She's um, in the fifth grade. And we started out two weeks ago with a temporary plan to homeschool. And um, and certainly, um, I didn't expect that it would be extended. So we just had a temporary plan in. And so my mind was set for, okay, I can do this for a couple of weeks. It wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do, but I got my mind lined up and say, okay, this is what I need to do in order for things to go well and um, to be there for her. And so, um, and even with my responsibility as a pastor working and ministry still goes on. And so <clears throat> I had to really seek the Lord for balance, uh, what to do as far as working and homeschooling and managing household, keeping my mind straight, working with the relationships of everybody being in the household a lot more than what I'm used to. And I know that's what you may be dealing with as well. Some of you may be um, where you working out of your home. You may not have children, so it may not be as stressful, but nonetheless, it's still a different uh, um it's a different format that you've been used to. 
Things have switched and changed. You not only have to deal with the work that you're doing at home, but now you have to deal with the mental attacks that the enemy is throwing your way. But then there's also some that may be in the same boat that I am where you're working at home as well as homeschooling. And, it, you know, in some of your cases, some of your children may be self-learners. They, they you know, may be able to give them something to do based on their assignments that their teachers have given them. And they're able to just go do, do the work, they're done, and then they can go on to other things. Well, others, I mean, you may have to really work with your 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 child to stay focused and um, to to do what's necessary to accomplish the work that's required of them. Um, there's all kinds of things that we're dealing with financial, um, you know, um, challenges that some of you may be wondering, how am I going to make my uh, ends meet? I'm here to tell you, God's got you. And I encourage you to listen to my previous podcast, um, uh, episode nine and episode eight, where that will kind of help you to get some things in perspective. But nonetheless, as we go through this process um, of this temporary thing that we're in, where, where there's restrictions on us, where we have to be at home and we have to work things from our home, a lot of us may not be used to working through those things. And so there's a lot of dynamics, a lot of things that's in the pot that we have to work through. I'm here to tell you that when you give God a pot, <laughs> this is where his best element is. He works all things out together for the good. So with my guest here, I am so so excited to uh, to have them here and I want to introduce them to you. And we're going to begin to just share, share from um, um, our experiences and in a relevant way, because we don't want to just give you information. Again, I talked about as, as a lot of other things I can do to just give you information. But we believe that as we're sharing these spiritual truths, that it's going to set you free. So I have Minister Peranity uh, Battle uh, here, and I'm going to allow her to say a little bit about herself and um, her passion about dealing with the mind. Well, good afternoon, Co-Pastor. Thank you so much for having me on today's podcast. Um, yes. I am excited uh, about this opportunity. I am a, um, a minister of the gospel um, at Mount Gilead, and I work in the mental health field in the community with mm -hmm. clients who have been diagnosed with um, mental illnesses. Mm -hmm. And I really help them to build their, re renew their mind and build the life that they desire to live. All right. Wonderful. And then we have um, Coach Giles, known to us as Coach Giles, but I'm sure you have a first name, right? And so we're <laughs> going to give you an opportunity to uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and how, um, how you relate to dealing with the mind. Okay, good afternoon. I'm Coach Giles, Kelvin Giles, um, faithful servant of the Lord, family member, husband. Um, I take very, very much pride in what I do um, in the community. My wife and I, we are community-based providers, um, and we work with at-risk kids on a daily basis. And so to transform what we get from ministry, from the man and woman of God, it helps us and are dealing with the clients that we um, deal with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I'm very passionate. I'm the same way I was about everything else I did in life. Right. I'm even more passionate about that as well. Yes, yes. Well, we certainly are glad to have you here. And um, you're here to give us the male perspective because, um, you know, we need to have the whole um, body of Christ, the holistic aspect of the family and um 
And we're thankful that you're here. And so as we begin to look at how to foster a um, a strong mind, uh, I think that's the basis for anything that we do in life. You know, the Word of God tells us that in this world, we're going to have tribulation. You're going to go through things. Um, certainly, you know, I think many of us are aware of, yeah, we're going to have things that we're going to go through. But I don't think many of us really understood or anticipated the the degree to which we've had to deal with tribulation and different things that are going on within these last couple of weeks and then in the weeks to come. Um, one of the things that I that has helped me is that I've set in my mind that um, this thing is temporary. You know, it's temporary. And and um, when you're in Christ, that's how you have to look at things. You know, um, it, 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 in the Word, it talks about how you know, you're going to endure suffering for a little bit, but after a while, you'll come out stronger. That's in First Peter, I believe. And it talks about, you know, you're going to be better, you know. And so I believe that um, for, for myself, for my family, for the body of Christ, um, that we're going to be all the better. But I think in order to get to that point, we have to go through the process. And, um, and, and definitely, as we go through that process, we definitely have to have a, uh, a sound mind. And, um, you know, when you're dealing with having that sound mind, you know, it starts out with the, that resolve, as I mentioned, that, you know, you're going to go through this. This is temporary. It's not going to last long. Um, well, one of the things that the Lord dropped in my spirit, and I think it was doing my 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 um fourth of the watch night sessions with God <laughs> at 3 a.m. to 6 p 6 a.m. is that fourth of the watch night <laughs> and yes. um and I I believe we all are having a lot of those moments with God and certainly it's fitting in his plan we are going back to him we are seeking his face he's downloading things in our spirit and that's a wonderful thing so um you know, so we can count it all joy. But one of the things he dropped in my spirit is um, that we are having these re moments, meaning, mm. you know, when you look at re, it's a, pref- a prefix, prefix to a lot of words that talk about uh, uh, going back to doing it again. And mm-hmm. um, and so one of the words is they gave me was resolve, having that resolve to reach a firm decision about where we are. And um, and so um, and so when you reach that firm decision about where you are, then you're able to say, OK, now what's my plan? You know, and uh, Minister Pranity, I know that there's some key points that that are helpful that once you get to that place of, OK, let me stop hemming and hawing about what's going on in the world and how I got to deal with this. I have to deal with that. Now I'm at this point where, OK, this is it is what it is right now. And, and what is it that I have to do in particular dealing with my mind in order to deal with what's going on right now? And how do I move forward from that? Well, one of, the things, Go ahead. Well, one of the things we, first of all, we need to do is think about what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Be very mindful of what we're meditating on. You know, the word talks about meditating on the word of God, both day and night. So we have to make sure we're focusing on what God says, making sure that we are girded up in the word of God, because we hear all different kinds of reports on whether it's the news, whether it's the radio, whether Mm -hmm. it's we're reading it on our smartphones, whatever it is, we're getting all these reports. Yes. But whose report shall we believe? 
we shall believe the report of the Lord. That trumps everything. Yes. So making sure that we are speaking his words and his promises, because that's what's going to last. The news reports are going to come and go, but making sure that our minds are girded up and we are acting out what we are saying. Yes, yes. You can't just be, you know, just talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. how are we walking it out day to day? Yes. Are we turning the TV off? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. are we turning the radio off? Yeah. You know, if, if, if a relative calls and wants to talk about, are we agreeing with what the relative's saying or are we agreeing with what God's saying? Right. So making sure our words and our actions line up and making sure our efforts are lining up as well, doing what we need to do in the natural so God can place his super fun our natural and we can uh, continue to move forward because we're going to come out the better for this. We just have to know we're going to come out the better for it and let our words and our actions and our efforts line up with that. Right. Right. You know, it's so good when you talked about, um, you know, um, the voices that we hear, <laughs> you know, yeah. every, you, you, certainly there's, there's, we, we're being inundated by reports from the news. I mean, they're doing their job. Yeah. That's what their job is, you know, but you also, uh, there's a lot of voices going on, social media, there's, you know, we're talking about it amongst our family. We're, you know, so there's a whole lot of talk that's going on, but what you were talking about is the voice of God is what we need to hear greater than any other voice in this day and time. And certainly we don't want to miss the mark that while we're in this place of re, <laughs> yes. he's bringing us back. He, he's rebuilding us. He's, yes. he's, you know, he's repositioning us. We want to make sure that we don't miss that, that we don't miss that, 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 that this is what God is doing. He's given us a, a, another opportunity, you know, Absolutely. to, to, uh, to have a clean slate, to start afresh, to, to get reacquainted with him. You yes. know, to um, to just get back in that place. You know, I heard one person talk about it this way. Um, it's like a reboot. You know, yes. when you have your computer, you know, sometimes even with our smartphones, sometimes it gets so much stuff jumbled in it. I don't understand all the ins and outs of it, but sometimes you have to reboot your computer. You have to mm -hmm. restart your phone. And once that happens, everything gets back reset to the to to a place where it, it, it can begin to process whatever it needs to process. And that's where God has us now. You know, Coach Giles, you know, um, you know, as we've been listening to messages from our bishop, Bishop Daniel Robertson, he's been encouraging us, you know, to be strong, you know, and and um, to to really keep our ourselves focused as well on God. You know, I mean, the message that he just ministered about, you know, we can't be focused on all the negative things that are going on. We got to recognize that God is still good, that there's great yeah. things that he's doing in the midst of this. I mean, yes. come on now. How many people do you know at this point? One time, this moment in time, they're probably praying more than they've ever prayed before. You can't tell me that there's not any power going on doing that. You can't tell me that people aren't touching and reaching God. But, you know, from a male perspective, you know, uh, uh, Bishop charged the men uh, to take the helm, you know, to uh, as far as dealing with this strong mind and being of good courage. Won't you share uh -huh. a little bit from your perspective what you're receiving and how that relates to the men? Well, co-pastor, I think that um, from me, from my perspective, I've always had a, a strong mind, um, but but to, to cultivate it in the way that it's being cultivated now is totally different from right. two years ago. Yeah. Uh, 
and listening, even from the message last night, is that I saw my man of God with so much zeal yes. and so much compassion. So I suppose that he said a couple of years ago, he was begging us to come into his field. So if he's begging me to come into his field, I have to stand up and be the man that God has created me to be. And so men have to take their rightful place, not to be in control, but also to know that they are in charge, but God is in total control. So what I get and what I'm getting, I learn how to block out the distractions from the media. I never really pay a lot of attention to the news. Um, But then I have to pay attention to Psalm 4610. You know, I have to be still and know that he's God because if, if I'm listening to my man of God and he's saying God crept up in his car seat beside him, yeah. then that, if he's no respectful oh. person, he can do the same with me. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I, I try to push out to people that I come across in conversation right. that you have to be fortified in your strength. You have to know that he's God, that he is, as Bishop said last night, he is the reward. Yes. He is. And until you can believe that he is, you're going to always have what they say. Um, you'll be conformed to what the world wants you to know. Right. And so I, I always stand on the scriptures. We teach and we was teaching in the jail, the battlefield of the mind that as a man think of in his heart, so is he. Yes. So if you think something negative, you're going to produce negativity right. outward. So I'm grasping hold of all the fire I can get. And just trying to translate it in my household, yes. first and foremost, um, at this time, to know that let my family, my wife, my my, my, co, my co-partner, you yes. know, she, she's there and she knows that as a man, it could be tough, but we get up, like you said uh, in your last podcast, we get up, we come to the office every day. Yeah. We're, we're, we're believing God. We're not going to, I'm looking around, like Bishop says, son, you got to look around the situation and look at the blessing. Yes. And so that's what I look at. And that's how I'm trying to position myself and to be an example to model that of what I'm hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. So if I'm continuously hearing my man of God, I'm able to block out all the distractions like the shooter my woman did and yes. keep going forward. Yes, that's awesome. And what you talked about, you being standing up in your household, and that's what Bishop is doing in our household. You know, not that we're running scared, you know, in our household, and, and you know, because we thank God He's kept us in, in just a general sense. But certainly, that's something I appreciate in, in my husband, Bishop, you know, just from day one, as far as just since being married, being a man that has set the tone in the household. And um, and certainly we've had challenges down through the years. We've had pressures that we dealt with. We've had hardship. We've had sickness. We've had a number of things. And certainly nothing as it relates to what has been going on uh, now, because now it's like almost like the perfect storm was it's coming from all ends. But we've been right. equipped for this. But I thank God for for Bishop because... He has set that 
standard, you know, or we're not going to be afraid. Oh, we're going to be courageous. I mean, come on now. That's what we've been hearing out of the word of God. That's what we've been reading out of the word of God. We've been hearing about fighting a good fight of faith. We're going to talk about how God fights our battles for us, how we equipped, how we have power. Okay. It's game day now. (laughs) It is on now. And so I appreciate that when a man of God is able to, to say, you know, no, I'm not going to succumb to all of these different pressures that are coming my way. You know, um, um, I'm, I'm tapping a little bit into, you know, another podcast that I'm thinking about that we're going to be doing. But, you know, I, I read some information that talks about that now that we're in a situation where we're all in cl- more close quarters than we've ever been before, that there are, 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 are more increased cases of domestic violence. Um, there are more increased cases of even people that don't, you know, husbands and wives that now, you know, now that they have to be in the same household, they can't go and hang out all night and go be somewhere else. Now they're having to be quarantined in their home. So now they have to either deal with each other or be in a separate part of their room. So you're hearing about people talking about where the divorce rate is going to be higher. I say the devil is a liar. I said, this yeah. is the perfect place for God to do that re- in us to restore us, to rebuild us, to refresh us, you know? And so, so you talk about how, you know, your your wife being your partner, you know, and, um, you know, so tell me this, what do you think are some key things that we need to be able to flow in even as a husband and wife in this day and age? Well, co-pastor, I think the one thing that, that helps me with my marriage and with my wife is that we ask each other, what have you been meditating on? Yeah, it's good. Um, what are you sensing in the spirit? Um, and so we have devotions daily. Awesome. Um, you know, we one of the one of the things that her and I do, we became friends. And so we didn't become friends when things was good, but we became friends through tough times over the years. Right. And so now this is just something small. And and so I, I, I would I would encourage people, men, to find out why God placed your wife as your helpmate. Yeah. Why she's there. She's there to help you. She's not there to hurt you or harm you. Right. It builds our relationship up. We're going to get a good laughter in every day. We're going to find something. We got to turn the TV on and catch a Martin episode. Yeah. We're going to find something to get in. And it's just, we, we understand that we don't want to be doom and gloom right but we also got to know that we fortify our strength through the word first and foremost and let our praise and worship go up unto the lord and we do it together we do it continuously not just on sunday and wednesday so when we get to a point like this i mean it's like we laughing at the devil because yeah. you said something in scripture in luke 10 that that, that really stuck to me about how we're given the ability to trample over serpents. Yes. You know, I and mean, so if we if we're able to walk that out and we're able to stand, I think that God will be pleased at what we do as an individual and how we're uh accepting what we're going through right now. Because in Malachi, there in, in the message Bible in, in chapter three, it talks about how there's a difference between serving God and not serving God. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, minutes are being taken, paraphrasing a little bit. And so when we're, when we're talking about God and what, we, what he can do in our home, we're sharing it with our kids, we want them to know that, hey, we're good. Because mm-hmm. that's why 
we meditate on Psalm 91 every day. Yeah. That's why we have our quiet time. But that's why we also know that we're covered. And we have a covering in, in bishop and co-pastor that know that if they're not scared, Bishop said something maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. He said, I'm confident. And if you have more confidence in yourself, you wouldn't have no problem with me. So that's how I treat the devil. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what we do, my wife and I. We are confident in each other, and we also have confidence in the one who created us. That's awesome. You know, there's a couple of things that you mentioned, and certainly this some of the things that you shared falls right along the lines of the disciplines of a godly family, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you talked about how, you know, you, 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 you fought through some things early on together. So what you're dealing with now is a light thing. And that's really building up that resistance to the enemy. When you, yes. when, when you, when you work together as a husband and a wife and you tackle these hardships and things that may come your way, because again, the word talks about it's going to come, you know, but we don't have to just allow it to come and then it whip up, you know, whip us, you know? Right. And so, uh, so, so having, each other that you can um, fight this thing together. Um, another thing I think that kind of ca- came up was having checkpoints, you know, mm-hmm. checking in on each other, not just a husband and wife, but, um, you know, um, your children. Mm-hmm. Checkpoint. Yeah. You know, these are disciplines of a godly pam- family. Disciplines that that say I care about you. You know, it's not just me coping and and dealing with this and trying to figure out how to work through this, but my responsibility as a a a a, a male figure, as a a mother, as a, as a the head of the household, um, as a couple, is to check on each other, you know, yeah. saying to your husband, Minister Pranity, how are you doing? You know, what are you thinking yeah. on? You know, and then the the the, the key thing, you know, because Bishop and I do this, is we share what's on our hearts, you know, and, um, you know, so we do that every day where he says, well, let me share you, you know, what the Lord is, is giving me, you know, this is what I'm sensing, you know, those types of, we're talking about this and we, um, and it helps us to, to, to keep ourselves on that one accordness that we need to be on in order to move forward. So it's not him thinking one thing, I'm thinking another thing. And then as we begin to navigate through this thing, I'm doing my thing, he's doing his thing. No, we're doing it together. We're doing it because we're on one accord and we've already had those checkpoints it's like checking each other's pulse and seeing where are you you know um yes. you know and so uh, i think that's key um in that and so you know minister pranity one of the things that uh you you talked about as far as um uh, uh some things that we have to 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 do as a pointer is um uh, what you're thinking on you know and i think that's a key thing um um, the scripture that's in Lamentations three twenty one through twenty six. Share a little bit about that and that perspective of dealing with the mind. <laughs> so Jeremiah was going through it during that time. I mean, he was really, really having a hard time, and he lamented mm-hmm. what how he felt. You know, he really laid it out before the Lord, and right. and um, but even in his getting it out, laying it at the feet of God, he refocused himself. Right. You're like, you still God. Yeah, I see all this going on. This is real, but you are realer. Yeah. You are a real God. You know, I understand this. This is um, this is facts over here. My situation is facts, but you are truth. 
and I want to mm-hmm. focus on the truth. And so he decided to just refocus. And as he was refocusing on God, he began to be refueled. And oftentimes I go back to that, that section of scripture because I need to be refueled. And in this, this time, we all need to be re, as you say it. This is a re for us. This is a repositioning for us. This is a refueling for us. This is a, a time to reacquaint ourselves. So mm-hmm. God has given us a re. You know, yes. he, he gave it to Jeremiah, but now this is our re. Yes. And so when I was meditating on that earlier this week, God was like, okay, this is the re. Yes. So whatever you need me to redo. Yep. This is this is your this is your your period to which I'm going to do it and being able to be steadfast in his love, regardless of what's going on. Yeah. Being able to understand that he has unfailing mercies, no matter what it is. God still mercy is still there. His grace is sufficient. He's still faithful. Great is his faithfulness, regardless of what I mean. I get so passionate about that because that's what helps keep me my mind girded up. Yes. He's always kind. God yes. cannot change. These are his natures and, and we have a hope in him and him alone. Yes. You know, they're talking about the stimulus checks coming out and everybody like, okay, when my stimulus check coming out, well, my, my, my stimulus is God. Yes. That's a never ending <laughs> stimulus. You know, yes. that's a never ending fountain. That's Absolutely. a never ending bank account. That's a never prayer is my, and my confession is my never ending ATM and debit card. Absolutely. Glory to God. You know, and so just being able to understand that, I mean, these are natural and practical things that we have to do because people are concerned about the money. So the um, uh, the unemployment rate has shot up. Right. But God is always looking for an army. Yes. He's 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 an unlimited employer. Yes. He's constantly hiring. Yes. And his benefits never run out. And so, the, again, those are practical things that we can remind ourselves of the God that we serve. He doesn't change. He said, I change if not. Yes, yes. He said, um, I think he said, tell him I am sent you. Yes. So he is I am. Yes. So whatever that I am you need him to be, he is that mm-hmm. I am for us. Yes. And so mm-hmm. those are practical things. Those are, you know, as Jeremiah was lamenting and laying out before the Lord, those are things that he was reminded, reminding himself. So whatever we got to do to remind ourselves of who God is, mm-hmm. that's what we need to be doing. And Absolutely. that's going to help us keep our mind um, yeah. focused in the right direction. Yes. You got a call to remembrance. You got a call to remembrance. I mean, he has been there for us every single time. He's never failed us. I mean, you just, if you just need to call the roll, you need to recant, reckon, you know, uh, remember, you know, what God has done, you know. And so, um, so as we deal with this re moments, you know, um, you're resetting, you're resetting and, um, there's a couple of things that the Lord showed me, you know, in dealing with the re moments is coming up with a plan, you know, and we're going to have some some more uh, podcasts that's going to help us to to step through some things, you know, coming up with a plan. Um, now that you have your mindset, okay, I'm not going to just be going, you know, helter skelter. I'm not going to just, you know, freaking out and having anxiety. Okay. God, show me what I need to do in this time and season in my life. And so, <clears throat> so what is God doing in me and, and during this time? And um, what will I allow him 
to do in me, you know, because, you know, you can resist, you resist when you refuse to come to terms with what's going on right now. And the fact that you need God and you need his guidance, you need to hear from him like never before for him to give you step-by-step instructions on what to do. Now you resist him and you don't allow him when you refuse to get your mind settled and set on, okay, God, you know, you are my resolve. You are my truth. You are the one that's going to show me, you know? And so, and that, you know, I think about that in my process. That's what I had to do. You know, uh, yeah. hey, I can call me the mind of Christ woman. You know what I'm saying? But I still have to go through the process, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and so, so what will I allow him to do in me? Um, and what can I learn doing this process? And what will I change? And certainly, you know, you think about, when you do, when you get that resolve, then then you set yourself in a place where God can download to you. And and these are some things He told me. You know, He said your passion never changes. So the passion is still the same before <laughs> the situation, in this situation, and after. So you got to still stay stay tapped into your passion and and your purpose. Um, and so certainly we're also in this preparation period. You know, and so as we're in this preparation period. There's going to come a time where God's going to allow whatever we've been preparing ourselves in to to present to Him. Okay, so think about that. But as we close, I want you to take this scripture. This is my scripture. I'll probably talk about it in every single podcast that I do because this is my foundation for life. And that's in Philippians four thirteen in the Amplified version. It says, "I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers." me. So I don't have to fret about how I'm going to do this. I never had an education to be a teacher. You know, we multitasking, we're doing all kinds of things. You know, I'm not going to fret about that because whatever has been given to me to do, I have strength. I have what what I need on the inside of me to do whatever needs to be done. So I have strength because Christ empowers me. And then I love this part. It says, I am ready for anything. <laughs> so whatever comes my way. So I won't be caught off by surprise. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to be hoodwinked. You know, God has got me set because I'm doing this in him. He is my partner. He is the one that's going to whisper in my ear and going to tell me the secrets of the enemy, just like he did with, 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 with the prophet, with the man of God that told him, you know, everything that was the king's plan, who was an enemy against him or what it was going to do. And, he, and, and the man of God had the insight and had yeah. the secrets, the mysteries of yeah. what was going to happen. So I'm telling you, when you recognize this truth, I am ready for anything. And you got to speak that to yourself every single day. I'm ready for anything. And then listen to this and equal to anything, you know, wow. so whatever comes my way, Hey, I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to coward out. No, I'm, I'm going to be courageous because I can stand toe to toe to this thing because I'm not doing it in my own strength. I'm doing it in the strength of the Lord. And that's something powerful. And so then it says, um, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength in me. I am self-sufficient in Christ sufficiency. And how powerful is that? So I know you've been tuning in. You've been listening into our conversation. And my prayer is that it's been a blessing to you. I pray you've been encouraged and that you've gotten to the point where you are coming to this resolve. Okay. I can, 
stop the talking about what's going on. Stop the, you know, chatter. Stop getting on social media and looking to all these opinions and everybody's got say into what's going on. And your mind has been inundated with all this information and all this negativity. You resolve now. Okay, enough is enough. I still have destiny that I have to fulfill. I still have a purpose that I have to fulfill. I have people that are depending on me, whether it be, you know, your people in your household, your 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 husband, your wife, your your children, um, and even your job. Because, like I said, if you're working on your job, you know, um, you know, w- with whatever you have to do, or maybe you are actually in still in your job and you're dealing with the 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 the, the you know um, the the reality that you have to be aware of your surroundings on your job and the wondering of what could happen or what you could catch and all those things. Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you, get yourself focused and centered on, okay, if this is what I have to do in this moment in time, I can do it. I'm ready for it. I'm equal to it. I'm empowered to do it. Why? Because God is on my side. Jesus is right here on my side. So I want to encourage you. So let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word that empowers me, that equips me, that gives me what I need to be the overcomer that you have made me to be. I pray in the name of Jesus that every single person listening to me under the sound of my voice will be able to take this word and it will ignite in them every single day, Father, what you have given us, what you have given them, Father. And in Jesus' name, that they will not allow their minds to to just go and be filled with anxiety, that they will not allow their minds to, to be overwhelmed by what has been given their hands to do at this moment in time in their lives, but they would gather themselves and come to a resolve. Okay, this is what I need to do to work through this thing, that they'll position themselves to hear from God and to follow the instructions of what God gives them. I thank you, Father, that we'll come out the better. We're already stronger. We're already on the path to being the better person that we've ever been. And as we step into our re, as we reboot, as we resolve, as we refresh, God is going to be such an encounter with you that we will, I mean, it's just going to be so overwhelming, God. We just thank you, God, for that, that you're restoring, we're restoring relationships and households that you, that you are uh, redeeming, that you are um, uh, just bringing about a, a, a reset that we're able to have a fresh start, God. And I pray that we don't miss this moment, that we'll get in position in order to have an encounter with our re. We give you glory and praise for this. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, Find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.